We don't speak the same language. I'ma let you live cause we ain't on the same wavelength. You provoking all the smoke and now you gotta face it. Face it. And that's just O. Song is messy. Featuring Jigger Raw. Yo, I'm feeling that jump. That joint fire though. Yeah, I mean, so like I said, just oh, messy featuring Jigga Roll. What you think? I love it. You love it. Well, that's <laughs> saying a lot because you don't love shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get it though before the fucking uh, uh, episode is out. I'm, I'm gonna have a whole rhyme. Like I'm gonna drop a whole freestyle. Like just not. old style. Not old style. <laughs> just no, just uh. Oh, I thought you said old style. <laughs> not old school. This our means. I want to respect his craft. But I fucks with it, though. No, seriously. Like, it's just late. I mean, it's late. It's actually Friday today. Yes. I'm tired of shit. So, you know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. And we come, look, we come transparent with our shit. Okay? <laughs> this ain't a whole bunch of, you know, stop, start, stop, start. Yeah, you know I mean, record. This shit is, is, is yeah, you know I mean, live and direct. So, you might not see us, but this shit is happening, yeah, you know I mean, in real, real time. So, um, what's up? Nothing much. The usual. It's been a shitty fucking week. I know I feel like I say that every oh, week, but. No. Yeah. I'm sorry. Are you going to bless us with an intro today? Ain't nobody coming to see y'all, Otis. <laughs> Period. <laughs> this is episode three. All oh, the smoke. ATS with Simone and Meek. What's up, Simone? Again, shitty week. You're not going to say, hey, hey. Oh, shit. I'm such a fucking creature of habit, y'all. Do you know that, like, I'm such a creature of habit that, like, in my <laughs> mind, mind you, I just got finished saying to everyone how, like, live and direct and in the moment we are. In my mind, though, I expect it to be a particular way because it's always a particular way. Last week, if you didn't notice, um, if you don't listen to the UX Word podcast, um, I feel like that's a slap in our fucking face because you know that there are guys and we wreck them every fucking week. Yaffy. And last week, facts, <laughs> um, my intro or at least my part to the intro was an homage to the one and only Andre, no excuses. So that, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? That's him. That's him all day. And I had to. And I told him ahead of time. So I just like bite his shit. I let him know that I would be doing it because I was like compelled to do it. It was like, yo, I'm like, I was though. fucking compelled to do it. Like, I hear him do that shit every fucking week. And this time I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to do it for ATS. I don't give a fuck. So, you know, I told him I was going to do it ahead of time. He didn't know when. But I pulled it out my fucking ass because I felt like it. And then afterwards, I was like, did you hear me? Did you uh, hear me? <laughs> I don't even think he got a chance to listen to the episode when I was asking him. So his back was all the way up against the uh, wall. <laughs> but it was respect. Yeah, you know I mean? It's straight respect. So, like, shout out to the UX for it podcast. Andre, no excuses. Best seen the dream. And King C's, better known as. The ABC boys, clearly. Not the ABC I'm, boys. I'm naming them that. That wasn't their name. That will be their name now. Period. That's how I feel. 
But other than that, I'm sorry you're having a shitty week. Well, I mean, the week is over. It's Friday. It's Friday. I get to drink tonight and sleep in tomorrow. Period. So there's that. That I mean, you know, it's the little things. Yes. A lot of wine, but it's the little things. <laughs> My week, I don't even remember. Yo, I, I feel like even that's becoming habitual. I don't remember my week, so I'm going to err on the side of saying it wasn't that shitty. It was uneventful. It was uneventful. Um, sometimes that's cool, and then other times, not so much. But I'm going to rock out and say that this time is, is, is cool. I'm not, I'm not mad at it at all. Um, it could always use some excitement. Um, but, you know, I got some shit done, and I'm happy about that. So, you know, shout out to that. Shout out to uneventful weeks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shout out to making it to fucking Friday. You know what I mean? Living for the weekend out this bitch. Living for the fucking weekend out this bitch. Um, we should have some stock in the fucking PA wine and spirits establishment because I swear they can guarantee they're going to yes. see one of us to be like, hey, the red one, please. Two of them. <laughs> yes. You have them back there. Thank you. Um. But I won't tell y'all which ones because we don't give out free advertisement. Sorry. If somebody wants to hit us, though, if any of the wine companies want to hit us, we'll be more than happy to not only drink your product, but advertise it for you. If you didn't notice, though, we are advertising for Anchor. We fucks with Anchor. They support us. We, you know what I mean, like uh, promote on their site, on Spotify. Yes. Apple Podcasts. So, by all means, you're going to hear more anchor spots and you're going to hear more spots from other um, companies and other products and other individuals that um, pay us <laughs> for promoting their products or services. And I'm, I'm here for that. Um, however, just the random. Sorry. And if we choose to do so, then that's our choice. But other than that, it's a, it's a no for us. It's a no for us. So, um, yeah, um, shall we get started with the kink of the week? Let's. So this is a little bit more provocative <laughs> <laughs> than we've been doing prior. Um, and I won't tell you what uh, prompted this um, little research. <laughs> um, maybe it's self-explanatory. I don't know. It but, should be. Um, I was trying to see if there was a name, a little classier name, like most other things have. However, I was unable to do so. So it's pretty cut and dry and is basically cum fetish. That's what it's called. Not semen fetish, not spunk fetish. Where the fuck did I get spunk from? I don't know. Spunk is like a, I don't know. Let me find out you did a deep dive in your research. (laughs) That's a fucking porn term if I've ever heard one. But like that is is definitely um it's just cut and dry. Like I said, it's it's, it's cum fetish, right? Like so, you know, sexual arousal from seeing and or touching, engaging with semen basically. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean that part <laughs> I, I mean I don't know what else to tell you what I will say though because it always is the rabbit hole 
that we tend to yes. go down when we're uh doing this type of research. And I swear, thank goodness for um incognito windows, right? <laughs> because I share um my devices with others, um, namely like my daughter, and she is an adult, however, but I mean I don't really want her to pull up like a Google page that says come fetish. <laughs> like, I really would rather not have that conversation. You know what I mean? When I don't want to have those conversations is what I'm saying. So going down the rabbit hole, as I've mentioned, for come fetish, I came across something else, which is called uh, salarophilia. Salarophilia. Once again. Probably should have had Google do this one for me. I'm out, really am out here trying to use this good old degree. Um, but basically, what that is is um, a sexual arousal from soiling and or disheveling the object of one's desire, usually an attractive person. So, like, I'm gonna rip this shit off this shirt, right? <laughs> it, it, like I said to you before, it reminds it's, it's me certain of certain things that I could. I could it reminds me of the videos that you see where the girl is like performing oral, mm-hmm. right? And her fuck, like she's crying, right? right. And her fucking makeup is running down her face and shit. Like and he's choking this shit like, yeah. Right? And I'm like, oh shit. Um, He probably has that. He probably suffers from that. Because the thing about it is when they say soiling, um, when I first heard soiling, I was like, are we talking about shit? Because if, if we are, because if we are, I'm closing this motherfucking window down today. Not to shame anybody. We already said that we don't kink shame, but just certain things just ain't for me. And they were like, nah, we ain't necessarily talking about that. But what we are saying is any type of quote unquote soiling and or um, like I'm gonna say disrupting. So it could be tears, it could be sweat, it mm-hmm. could be saliva, it could be urine, it could be feces, but it doesn't have to be, but it could become. It could be semen. So they were talking about like wet and messy fetishism, um, like cum shots. Um, so this bukaki shit, right? <laughs> um, I, I didn't know how to fucking pronounce that either. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I know what it is. I've B-K. seen it. So I was like, is that bukake? They're like, no, it's not bukake. It's bukaki. Okay, hopefully you can learn something from this episode. And that's basically when you see the motherfuckers like coming on them, right? The chicks or the guys, whatever you, whatever. But like, it's like ejaculating on someone, right? And then you got gokum, which is basically drinking semen. So all this shit could kind of go along the lines of like this cum fetish and shit. It's like cum play. I'm coining that term. I didn't see that. But if y'all use it as mine, and I would like you to give me credit. Um, so you could say, come play. And then, you know, in the footnotes, just put meek ATS. And I'm cool with that. And then, you know, we won't have any problems. But I was like, yo, like they're, uh, like I said, I'm not going to get into a long drawn out story of why this came up. <laughs> as the direction I was taking for the fetish of this week, for the kink of this week. However, I'm just going to say, I'm not opposed to semen. I'm not opposed to semen. I was once asked, what was a good lube? And the first thing that came to my mind was semen. Oh. <laughs> semen is a good. Now, once again, 
this doesn't work for everyone, okay? And I'm not, (laughs) I'm not encouraging anyone to have unprotected sex. That's not what I'm suggesting. I'm saying if that's, if you're in a, see now I'm going to be real like, want, want, want about it. In a relationship where you feel safe, and you have gone and got t- gotten tested and you have open communication practices oh, with your partner or partners, right? And you deem this situation safe. You do what you do. And I'm just simply saying, once again, we will not be held responsible for what your fools choose to do when you're not listening to ATS. I just refuse. But that's kind of how that came up. Okay. And I mean, you know, speaking of cum, <laughs> speaking of semen, um, not all of you, but some of you niggas are stupid. Yeah. Yep. And the reason why I say this is because usually when we have conversations, we will relate something that we've seen or talked about back to the fucking group. And or the chat. And or the chat. And you know what, guys? You disappointed me. Yes. Y'all you showed disappointed y'all whole asses. Okay. On one of the fucking posts that someone posted. And of course, as always, we don't name names. So I ain't going to get at you for real, for real. However, the post was basically about, and correct me if I'm wrong or if I'm missing something. Someone, please. It was basically about a young woman. It's an image of the young woman with like a black eye. Mm-hmm. Right, and it basically, if I'm paraphrasing correctly, not just a black eye, but some missing teeth, a bloody what? nose. Yeah, she was missing teeth. And she was missing. Damn. Yes. Okay, so she got trashed by her, what I assume to be her partner. Right. Um, who the situation was basically, she disclosed to him that the child and her children that he thought were his were weren't. Um. Now, um, before we get into any of our commentary, I'm going to say, I imagine that's a very difficult situation to be in. It's a difficult situation for the man to hear, especially if he's an involved father, um, to hear that he doesn't share the biological tie to his children that he thought he did. Mm -hmm. Um, However, the question posed in the post was, is the is his behavior, is his violent behavior towards said woman justified based off the information she's disclosed? Lord. Yeah, please take a deep breath. <laughs> because, see, like you're scrolling passing, the assumption would be that you would see some uh, pretty cut and dry yeah. responses, right? Fucked up, but nah, right? That, that's and there kind of- were a lot of comments. There were a lot of comments. And I expected... I mean, of course, I expected a few dickheads to be like, well, I mean, yeah, if this was, this is what she did. So, yeah, everything got consequences. I expected that. I did not expect to see so many men on this post basically finding excuses and justifications for the guy becoming violent with his partner. I just... I, 
<sighs> I was disappointed. Yeah, I was. I, really I was. was. I was too. And and I mean, not to sound like super cliche-ish, right? Because we say it every fucking year. But it's 2020 now. Yes. Right? It's 2020 now. We have a, a, like a certain understanding about things. Um, we've seen consequences to this shit already, though. Right? On both ends. And once again, I'll go back. And it's the last time I'm going to say this. I don't... I... I it's shitty. It's a yeah. shitty situation. No matter whether she knew and withheld the information or she didn't know and she's just finding out. Whatever the circumstances are behind um, you know, the disclosure, it's shitty. Right. Right? It's shitty. But what's it but what doesn't fly for me is the idea that him enacting that type of like revenge, so to speak, would then benefit anything. Like, that's what I, I kept struggling with. And, like, there are times, I will admit, I, I can't just scroll. Like, I want to be at the point where I can say, this shit's stupid, and just fucking, like, mind my business, right? Like, yeah. keep scrolling. But then there are other times where I'm like, yo, we have a responsibility to call out fuck shit. Now, I know we talk about a lot of bullshit on the show. Um, we joke about a lot of stuff. But I think that the, the things that we hold near and dear that are serious to us, even if we come from, like, a more humorous, um approach or our delivery is a little lighter i think that we always try to do a job at making the point to say yo this some bro shit right right and if it's something that you know we're not very like versed on not very educated about we still try to say hey yo this is our perspective from our opinion however we'll know a lot about this shit like we're not the experts in this particular area this is what we think based off of x this shit right here, yeah. this tried and true right here. <laughs> you don't need no expert opinion to be like, maybe it's not a good idea. This motherfucking tried and true right here. <laughs> yes. like this, and, and one of the things that I, I, I commented on was, okay, help me understand how deciding on that course of action is going to be beneficial for the same what kids what that you're claiming that you love and are hurt by, mm-hmm. you know, finding out this information. Like, like, right, what changes? And I, I think I even said that. I was like, okay, so you do that. They still ain't your kids. What's up? Because you deciding to do that is further solidifying the fact that these ain't really your fucking kids. Yeah. Yes, and I, I think that, like, nobody is saying you don't get to experience the full range of human emotion. Nobody is saying that you can't be angry or disappointed or frustrated. Or confused. Yeah. Right? Nobody or feeling played that. or feeling embarrassed. Because a part of me, like, nobody said it. But a part of me kept going back to here, go to ego again. You know what I mean? How the fuck do you tell your family? How you tell your boys? You know what I mean? How you tell whomever? How you tell that bitch you was fucking and was telling her that's the reason why you can't be with her? Hmm. You know what I mean? Because you you're kids. your kids with your baby <laughs> mom and shit. You're embarrassed. Just the, That's justifiable to me. The embarrassment is understandable to me. Yeah. But you making the decision to then choose this, right? They don't. They're. They don't compute to me. Even the embarrassment part. Like I get it, but even the embarrassment part doesn't even doesn't even compute to me. Because I can get it though. I, I can I get know. it. I, I'm not saying I don't, but like you're embarrassed because you thought these kids were yours and you stepped up and you did what what that, you were supposed to do. Right. What you were right. supposed to do. But but you're embarrassed about that. Like, no. You're think. embarrassed. Uh-uh. And once again, conjecture, right? Um, because this wasn't in the post at all. I'm saying if that were. A, 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 an emotion on this range, mm-hmm. right? That perhaps the idea was you did this thing 
and now you basically got played, right? Because, like, she's just telling you after you've already been involved, right? And that, like, because I, I really do believe that the things that are missing out the post, for me, would have to be that there you believe there was some malice in some way. It's no way you had a woman come to you, and I'm definitely not justifying this shit, but I'm saying there's no way you had a woman come to you in earnest that you knew from Rip that these children may not be yours. And she's coming to you in all honesty and saying, hey, yo, I was wrong. I, I thought this thing, and then I'm coming to, you know, to the realization mm-hmm. with whatever information, new information she's given, it, it's not. It's not what I thought. And you snap like that. It can't be. It can't be, it, it, it wouldn't make sense for it to be that way for me. Um, I would imagine that people are assuming she knew when she withheld it. Right. Whether she knew that you automatically weren't the father or she knew she was engaging in sexual relationships with other else. people right. and didn't tell you. Because otherwise it's like, yo, what? But this is the other side of it, right? You had sex yep. with this unprotected woman. Unprotected sex. Unprotected sex, which goes to the point that I was making before. Please don't be doing nothing silly or stupid just because <laughs> I made this like a comment earlier, right? But you made the decision to have unprotected sex with this person. I'm not saying you get what you get. That's not what I'm saying at all. But what I am saying is you have some responsibility in the outcome of this thing. Right. You did it, right? We're going to make it seem like that's impossible for it to have happened with anyone else. Is this is this what we're like? Apparently, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, this yeah. where we going? Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. Uh, okay, naive. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, I, I I was like so I was so hurt about the idea that it was so easy for men to say, yeah, bust on her fucking face. It just it, like I said, it reminded me like men don't need an excuse. Like we doing all of this like you know long posts on social media making all these justifications and excuses. And it just reminded me that men don't need an excuse. And the men who were going to do it anyway would have done it over anything. Facts. Right? Like, I, I think a lot of times that. We, we put out these big, like, almost worst case scenario kind of things. But if you were if, if you were going to do it, it, it wouldn't matter whether it was this or whether the chicken was cold. It, it wouldn't matter. Right. You was going to get your shit busted. Period. Like right into the washer and dryer. <laughs> yes, between the washer and right dryer. Right into the washer and dryer. You know that low ass space? You going yes. right through there. Your head going right through there. And so I really was really disappointed. There yeah. were only a handful of guys who were like, no, it's not acceptable. And it was like, no, period. Yeah. Right? It wasn't even like, like nothing no, else, just because no. I could. No, it was like, hey, yo. And there was one guy on there who had been through something he had. similar. He said that. And was just like, I felt those things. I wanted to do those things. But I didn't. But I didn't. Yes. And that's the thing. And and that was one of my points as well, is that once again, we go back to this, my kids, my kids. Well, whether you choose to continue on in the role as their parent or not, um, what messages are you sending to them sure. by demonstrating to them that like, this is, this how, is how we, you handle. this is how you handle anger. Yep. I'm yep. angered. I'm, I'm angered. I'm disappointed. I'm frustrated. And now I'm one punch on you. And, and now I'm, yep. Yeah. Yep. That's crazy. Yep. Yo, speaking about messages we send to our children, mm. <laughs> there's this video on YouTube. Yes. With this young girl. You talking about Princess Tommy? Yeah. 
who's doing prank videos, calling boys' parents, mm -hmm. mostly mothers, telling them she's pregnant. Now, the boys are in on this prank, too. So the boys gave the, their parents information for her to call. Right. And another thing I was shocked about the responses that she was getting from these mothers. I really don't know. I see why our kids is lost. Right. Like, I see it. Well, let me back up for one second about that, right? So... You and I are both in another in another group on, on social media, on Facebook. And that's where we came across this video, right? And the young girl, like I said, her name is Princess Tommy. Um, she's on YouTube. We're choosing to shut that out, right? She's not paying us or, or, or anything for promotion. Um, but if you want to check it out to reference what we're talking about, you could do so. And like Simone said, it's, it's basically calling random moms and telling them that their sons, um, or in one case, grandson, um, got her pregnant. pregnant. Now, the girl in real life is 17 years old. Mm -hmm. She's young. So, the I mean, when I first came across it, I was like, okay, this is tasteless. I don't like it. I'm not interested in this. Like, this is crazy. Like, I like I couldn't imagine. And But then when I when we talked about it briefly, and I was like, yo, let me give it a, a chance to see what it's heading for. It was some really powerful stuff in there because at the end of the video, she says herself, yep. like, yo, I'm shocked. At the response. I'm at the responses. And so... And I imagine... That if I was calling fathers, yes, she did say that. Telling fathers that what was it that her son that their son, yeah, yeah, um, that yeah. The son got her pregnant, yeah. That the responses would have been completely different. And at seventeen, she already understands that, and she is absolutely fucking right. She was, and the crazy part so she's talking to moms, and overwhelmingly, the moms were like. Not, nah. not my son. Not my son. Like he ain't what doing shit. Moms even says to her face, "Well, you might as well go on here and get that abortion now because he ain't going to do nothing for he it. He ain't doing nothing for it." That's what she said. Most of the times, they were in disbelief. They're like, "No, this got to be a joke. You, you know, you playing on my phone." Like nobody ever called their son to the phone and tried to talk it out. Like nobody said. Like one lady laughed at her so much she was like, "I got to get my husband on the phone yes. so he can hear this." And her son, I think her son was like in college or uh -huh. something, right? She's like, my son is a virgin. Yeah, he's not having sex. He's not having sex, honey. He's a virgin. <laughs> I was actually waiting for her to say something else because I'm like, ma'am, you are too adamant about the yes. fact that your son couldn't have possibly that's what done I, this. Honestly, I thought that maybe she suspected that her son was gay or Yeah, something. that's what I thought like, too. How could you be that adamant? No, she was super adamant. He's a virgin. And, and she's like, let me, let me get my husband on the phone. Tell me again what you just said. And, you know, the girl repeats it. And then they both start laughing. Keep it up. Kicking it up like it, it was ridiculous, and then you know, like one one parent was like, the "One with five kids already." Yes, yes. She's like, "Um, how old are you?" And so the girl's like, "I'm 17," and she's she's given like a, a a fake name by the way, and so she's like, "Um, do you know how old my son is?" Yes, you know. Um, well, you know, the girl's like, "So you're just cool with him being a deadbeat?" No, my son ain't no deadbeat. Yes. My son ain't no deadbeat. He's got five kids. He's got five kids. And you shouldn't have opened your legs up to him. Oh, you're a whore. Yeah, hey, you're a whore. And No, a hoe. You're right. You're a hoe. And, um, you know, you should have considered that before you laid down with him. And it's already somebody else pregnant, too. So you'll be she the seven. She's your son 24 <laughs> with five kids. No, six. Because one is pregnant. Yes. And this girl, if this was true, would have been seven. Okay? So, so something's wrong. Is what I'm saying. Somebody but doing something wrong. Right. 
with the girl that's calling this is is is, is the hoe. And um, then you had the grandma. Yes. Was which was the only she one was that more mild. Yeah, the only one that kind of borderline maybe had a little since she was yeah. she was fired. Don't get me wrong, but she said, "Hey, yo, let me get your information so that his mother uh, yep. can contact you and y'all can discuss it." Um, which I thought was reasonable. Like I said, she still was on fire, but no one had like any type of empathy for this young girl. Which I, which I thought was kind of strange. Because I imagine out of what the seven seven women that she called, there had to at least been one of them who had been probably in that same situation, young, having to disclose a pregnancy to a partner and or their families. Um, and I imagine in that moment, if she could kind of think back, she would have wanted some empathy, some support, you know, and to kind of revisit that same shit that you experienced. Onto this young girl, even though it was a prank, they didn't know it. Right. The mothers didn't know. Right. So, like, to think that this is your n- natural first reaction, yeah, it's kind of wild to me. It was. It's definitely wild. Um, but I'm thinking about the fact that like these women didn't have to necessarily be young either. You know what I mean? Like, anytime that you're disclosing an unexpected pregnancy. There is some anxiety there. Like, I'm not saying it has to be like fear. I'm not saying it has to be uneasiness. I'm not saying anything. But I feel like when you're telling your partner, hey, yo, you know, hey, Lucy, we got some thinking to do. (laughs) You got some slaying to do. Like, I think that there comes like a certain level of anxiety. I mean, I was grown as fuck with Poppy. And like, shit, I'm still like, oh, man, like, we got to talk about this shit. Like, what, what are we about to do? You know what I mean? And like, you know, it was like, like I said, I kept going back to the idea that like no empathy, no care, no concern. And I'm not saying that willy nilly, you take everything at fucking face value because this is a phone call. This isn't somebody like at your, on your doorstep. It's no face involved. As but it was as some of those women are. I yo, don't think it would have mattered. No, it probably would have been worse. But I'm saying, where was the decorum? Because it goes back to our point when we were talking about the post and the domestic violence, cause that's what the fuck it is justifiable or not in your eyes. It's still domestic violence. It kind of goes to this. What messages are we sending to, to our children, the young boys yeah. though, right? You're going to have boys and girls watching this video. The girls are going to be like, Oh fuck that. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they're going to not want to have these conversations. Right. And don't get me wrong. There are conversations that need to be had before this conversation would be a thing. Mm -hmm. Get that. But for the sake of what we're talking about right now, we're talking about once they're in this situation already. Right? So you got the girls listening like, fuck. Right? So I'm going to be judged because, of course, we're always judged. And then the boys kind of being like, eh. And the girls said at the end of the video, be 17, right? Be careful who you have sex with and be careful who you have a baby with because the mom is going to always side with the boy. And I'm like, damn, I don't like her approach. I don't like these type of prank videos. Um, But like, if she ain't learning shit, she learning a lot. Self-taught, like she's learning a lot because wow. Like, and she's teaching a lot for her. Like I said, don't like her delivery method. Um, But like the school of her knocks her no. I just think it was... (laughs) It was shameful. Yeah. 
seriously, I know I'm laughing a little bit, but it was really shameful. Like what those boys must be thinking. Cause the boys were in on the prank. Yeah. That's right? how she got the numbers right. and stuff. Right. The boys were in on it. And so they're looking back at this, like, huh, maybe I don't have to take care of the kids that I create in this world. Right. Maybe my mom will still hold me down and support me if I walk away from my responsibilities as a father. <laughs> and it doesn't just stop just because they're young boys. That one bo- man was 25 years old with five kids already. Yes. And mom was still. Still riding. Still riding. Yes. Right. On them broken ass wheels. And I like, I, I love my children, but I also love them enough to tell them when they're wrong. Absolutely. And I think that. Parents haven't, um, I think it's kind of like a lost art in some ways. Mm. Yeah, I want to ride for my kids. Yeah, I want to support them and encourage them to do, you know, to do right. And I can't say that I would publicly blast my kids. That's not something I would ever do. But when we get behind closed doors, we're going to have an honest conversation. Um, because I, I can't see myself you know, endorsing, I don't want to say bad behavior, but. Irresponsible at least. Right. Irresponsible at least. And it made me think, I'm like, damn, like we ride together, we die together, bad boys for life. (laughs) That shit shouldn't translate to this type situation. And I was like, damn, mom, you going hard as fuck. And like legit, I mean, I don't, I don't mean to like jump from like subject to subject but you know it was it, it, it's one of them times where like something is making me think of something else um and I, I did want to talk about this anyway but it's like I said it's prompted me to think about it now there there's a show there's a show on Netflix that I've been watching there's a couple shows on Netflix that I've been watching and one in particular is a reality show called Love is Blind now on the show I'll, I'll get into what it's about in a second but on the show um, there's a young guy and he's, he's about 25. Um, and he is currently in relationship with a 34 year old woman. Mm-hmm. Um, they were matched, they matched themselves. And like I said, I'll get into the premise of the show in a second. But the reason why this made me, um, this came up for me in this moment is because this, this, this guy, and I don't want to call him a boy, right? Cause I don't want to disrespect him. He is, he is a man. Um, I mean, but for us, he's, he's young yeah. as crap. So it's like, yeah. But this guy kind of reveres his mom and he talks about her often on the show to his partner. Mm -hmm. Um, And this 34 year old woman is like, hey, yo, I don't want to be your mom. Right. That's one of her hangups with their relationship. She's like, yo, everything that you say is about your mom. Um, Now, the one thing I will say is it doesn't sound like um, he has. Uh, like a toxic relationship with his mom. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's kind of enmeshed. I'm about to say, it doesn't even have to be toxic, toxic to be. No, it doesn't have to be. Um, toxic can go like both ways, right? Like toxic doesn't necessarily always have to mean um, like fucked up and, and, and damaging to the point of like ill repair, right? But I think that even some like super, like I said, enmeshed relationships where like you can't separate and shit mm-hmm. can be like fucked up too, right? And I think that he might have that. I I mean, they don't go very deep into his relationship with his mom, but that's one of her concerns. And that's one of the things that she's talked about readily is that like, I don't want you to compare me to your mom. Like, I don't, I don't want to step in that role for you. And I get her concerns because like I said, they have some distance between mm-hmm. them, um, which probably equates to experiences and stuff like that. 
But anyway, let me back up for a second and say um, that this show, like I said, is, is on Netflix. It's called Love is Blind, is about um, 10 singles who are um, consenting to this experiment where they spend literally about six weeks from beginning to end um, choosing a partner sight unseen to marry, right? So they go to this 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 place um, where they have these quote unquote pods. That's what they call them. And the pods are where they interact with their potential other partner or partners because they rotate, mm-hmm. right? Each set of like five connect them different way. And I will say that the show is very heteronormative. There are no like lesbian or gay couples on the show. Um, but they come from different backgrounds. So they have some African-American um, uh, guys and, and and women there. They have white and they have, I think, maybe a Latino guy, um, if I'm not mistaken. I think this guy that I'm talking about is Latino. Um, but anyway, they go on the show with the idea of trying to find out if love is truly blind. Right. Can we fall in love with someone with whom we've never met? Right. Does aesthetics really matter? And if so, how much? And so I've been watching this show and when I, you know, I'm super interested in people. I talk about that all the time. Um, so it's, it's, it's no surprise that this would be something to pique my interest. But it, it, it kind of had my mind going because I know how I feel and what we've discussed before about what love looks like to us. At least the action of it. We might not be able <laughs> <laughs> to get into much like the scripters, right? We've said that multiple times. Right. But we know what the action looks like. And we stand by what we said in our first season about how politically strong love is for us. Right. And so aesthetics in that plays a big part because we're making deliberate choices about what our partner looks like. And I ain't talking about the cut up bull. Mm -hmm. Right. Or anything like that. We're 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 strictly talking like at this point, no holds barred. We're talking skin. Yeah. Right. And that's a deliberate choice for us for a multitude of reasons. And if you need some reminders, I would suggest that you go back season one, episode five. If I don't know any other episode, I know that episode. I know that episode. I know the number it is. I'm very, very strongly connected to that episode. But anyway, based off this show, it had my mind, you know, going. um, What would even happen to those constructs? Right. If this is really how we operate it in general as a society. And, and I'm not saying I expect you to answer that like on the mm-hmm. spot that way, but I'm saying these are types of things that came up for me from watching that show. Because um, at least the part that I'm at now is an ongoing show. So weekly they come out with new episodes, but I'm at a part where um, without giving too much, I mean, I don't really care about spoilers for shit like this, but like some of the couples that have been matched are interracial couples. And one um, partner in particular is an African-American woman. And she saw she's never dated um, a Caucasian man before. And like she knew her family was going to take mm-hmm. issue and that it was going to be like a thing. And she was trying to prepare herself for it. And I haven't gotten to the point yet, even though the episode is out where he's met her family. But it like it made me think like, you know, what would it be like? to try to engage with someone and connect with them without having ever seen them. Like, what do you think that would do to change like the potential relationship dynamic? Like, do you think it's even possible to like fall for someone quote unquote, right. 
that you've not that you've not had the opportunity to share space with? Hmm. So I think I think both things are possible. I think it is absolutely possible to love somebody sight unseen, as you say. Um, but but even even then, I think that you fall in love with who you believe this person to be or what you have created in your mind. This person looks yep. like you fall in love with that. Yep. Um, and so I, I don't know that, that I have a, you know, really erudite flushed out, you know, sure. view of, of, of what that would look like. I will say that, I don't imagine what these content and I've I've never seen the show. Yeah, I know. So I don't imagine what these people feel or experience in six weeks is love. Right? I think they've made a human connection with somebody. Um and that doesn't have to mean love. Or it could for them. That's the thing, right? Like it could for them. No? You ain't buying it. I see your face. Y'all can't see her face. I see her face. She's no. not buying it. No, that doesn't work for you. No. But see, that's the thing, right? And like not to veer off too much. Um, but like love is an ongoing thing though, for me. Right? Like you have some foundation to it, the kind of like it's like a stepping stone, like yeah. step one, so mm-hmm. to speak. But like I feel like with time and experience, um, it's an ongoing thing. And I think that a lot of people have this view of of love in the way of I'm feeling all of it now. Right. And then we just kind of like continue with this thing moving forward. And when we don't now we're no longer loving or in love. And I'm, I'm kind of like, eh, nah, like I, I've had love for someone that I felt like, yo, like I kept going in my head and saying, yo, I don't know enough about you. <laughs> like I start picking apart little dumbass like things like, yo, I don't know how to, you know, you would do this. Right. Like, I don't know how, like, do you like this type of food? Like, like shit that's like, yo, this is not the fundamental core of who this person is. But I start like questioning myself about like how, how much you should know, how much time you should have invested, how much, you know, this and that before you can call it this thing. And so I, I get what you're saying. I, I ain't refuting it at all. Cause I'm like, God damn, like even the way everything has gone. Um, I mean, like they're in the quote unquote pod for like six days. Before they have to make a decision about whether they would or wouldn't marry. And I, and I, let me also say, are they like secluded? Like it's just them and it's, the people that's on the show. Like they're not like living in their normal home, going to their jobs every day and still trying to do this thing. That's correct. So like for the first, like I said, for the first like week, right? They spend, they have no um, uh, interaction with the outside world. They don't even have their phones. They don't have shit, I right? definitely don't believe it now. All they have... It's definitely <laughs> I definitely don't believe it now. All they have for a week's time is the interactions they have with... with the, So, like, the genders themselves can see each other and they spend mm-hmm. time. So, the women are with the women. The men are with the men. But when they go to interact with one another, one, one another they go into these rooms that in between... And the only thing that's, like, keeping them from each other is, like, a film, like a screen. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you got close enough to the screen, you can see the other person's like kind of silhouette. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say this too. They've made no mistake with the type of people that they've chosen aesthetically, which is interesting, right? Because uh... you don't see, 
and I made comment about this with someone when I first started watching. I'm like, wait a minute. It's like I'm not saying they're not they real. All look the same. Yeah, exactly. Same. I was like, but y'all, y'all, y'all not slick, right? Um, because there are no like, ain't no so BBWs on this bitch. <laughs> ain't no, you can't see no locks. Yeah, ain't no shadow. locks. Ain't no BBWs <laughs> out this motherfucker. You know what I mean? So like, I think that they, you know, for quote unquote the experiment, they they did yeah. a certain thing for that. Th- that definitely changes for me because mm-hmm. it's just them. Right. And so you don't have to deal with all of the shit you deal with in the outside world as it relates to your relationship. It's just them. So, you yeah, know, nah. yeah, I mean, no, that's not real life. I mean, you don't inundate yourself with a person for, you know, six weeks. You know what I mean? But like, so, like I said, interestingly, after the seven days is up, six days, however much time. And then they literally make a decision about like a proposal. Right, what? and they propose, and the other person can accept. I gotta watch this show. Cause... You have to watch it, and then after that, after their match, then they get to meet for the first time. So they meet, and then they spend some more time, like kind of in this secluded thing, even though they've gotten like their quote unquote fiance, right? And then they leave this plate, this space, and they go to like a, a vacation. Together. Once again, not real life, right? Mm-hmm. They go on a vacation together and they, so they get to spend some time together for however much time I don't remember. And then after that, they go to, um, I'm going to call it their pseudo home because mm-hmm. it's like their place that they're set up by the show like okay. to live together, right? To start to live together. And then afterwards, they go home and they make a decision about what home looks like for them, right? Because they live in different places. And it, 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 yeah, they meet family. And then they still have to like plan a wedding and like go for through with it. All of this is happening in under two months mm-hmm. time. Um, yeah. It's an experiment. Like I said, that's what's intriguing to me. The fact that anybody is signing up for this shit, like reality TV is, is interesting to me because it's not reality to me. That's why it's interesting to me. Um, but anyway, it, like I said, it sparked something in me because I'm thinking about this idea of aesthetics and the importance of, being able to connect with someone physically. And I'm not talking about in a sexual way or in an intimate way. I mean, like literally just being able to see the person with right. whom you're connecting. Um, I told you a story one time though, about um, a woman that I met when I was like super young, dumb young. I had to be about like maybe 22 or so. Now I was working at this job and um, essentially doing like residential work. And so like, even she and I had like a, a bunch of time um, to kind of like get to know one another and, um, Caucasian woman, um, redhead, you know, kind of heavy set or whatever. So very different than, you know, I was at that time. Um, and at that time, like I, like I've said to you before, you know, my view on relationships were, was a lot different. Um, my view on the world was a lot different. Um, and I think that was good for me then because, I was in the exact place I needed to be mentally and emotionally to be able to receive some messages that I had gotten from her. Um, and and she was the first person to ever introduce me to the idea of kind of like loving a soul, right? Because even like I'm saying, back at that time, I was like staunchly like heterosexual, you know what I mean? Staunchly like you know, this and that. And, and, you know, I kind of was more open <laughs> and wavering in terms of like the aesthetic mm-hmm. behind whom I might um, find attractive. If you, if you remember, it was around the same time that I was in love with that professor that I oh. thought I was in love with that professor child. <laughs> the African-American studies. Child, child. 
I'm going to tell y'all that story another time. But um, the podcast would have looked a whole lot different had that went a different way. Because, child, I thought I was, look, I was going to have a Jewish last name and all that. Okay, it had been a whole different story. But um, it was around that time. And so um, I'm going to say, luckily for me, um, I was able, like I said, to receive some of the stuff. And like I said, she she would just tell me about this idea of, you know, our our bodies being packages, right? And that essentially, I mean, without sounding cliche, it's just like the inside that mattered, right? And that was what was most important. And she herself identified as lesbian and she had um, an African-American partner. And um, she, I mean, she, she told me like, you know, she didn't like, she wasn't interested in her or go after her or anything like that because she was like an, a woman, right? Because her, her, she herself, she didn't identify as lesbian. I'm just saying that for the sake of like right. making things neat for the story, right? And it's like, she met this woman. Um, she started to get to know her and she fell in love with her person. Um, like I said, not her packaging. And so like, you know, that ain't something you just take on the chin. You know, you hear it and you're like, whatever. But over time... I think the, the idea of it sounds beautiful. Well, of course. The idea of it sounds beautiful. I think it's the practice part. Because I think, you know, our packages, so to speak, don't exist in a vacuum, right? True. And so would life be, you know, more beautiful and pleasant if we could love, you know, the soul, souls of man? Sure. <laughs> I wish sure. y'all could see her. Sure, <laughs> it, it would be, and I'm not. I'm, I'm not even really sure. It, it would be. It would be beautiful, right? Um, I think, and I'm saying this as a black woman. I think that you, you know we've got history. Um, at least for me, we we've got history in this country that does not allow me to just love your soul. Well, let me let me let me say person. this too, right? Let me back up for a second and and reiterate what I said. The information came at a time, right? When, like I said, I was able to receive it and not cuss her the fuck out because not that I would do so now, but some experiences and additional information has taught me that even that perspective coming from her at that time was a very privileged Privileged. perspective, right? And so I'm not a miss to that at all. I want to just say that too, right? That didn't go over my head, right? Um, at least it doesn't now. It might at the time. I really because at the time I'm like, right, now I can absorb it. Now I can accept it. I ain't saying that I'm willy-nilly out here like, all right, cool, let me put this into practice per se. But I'm saying I know that I could, right? I, I feel differently about um who I would be if I chose that thing mm-hmm. versus then where I was kind of like, yeah, all right, I don't like you though. Period, like in my <laughs> mind, right? In my, I'm being real. In my mind, I was thinking, you try and push up. I don't like you, right? I don't like that. And like, nah, right? But it was something about it that I held on to. And it was something about it that when it was time for it to connect for me, it did. And I was able to reflect on it and able to reflect on her. And so I do um, at least give her that, right? And I don't want to take anything away from the, like, the information, the lessons, and the knowledge that she taught me in that way, because it did help to kind of partially shape my view on at least mature relationships now. Mm-hmm. Right. I ain't saying like, once again, that I didn't change my whole perspective and I'm out here, you know, loving on souls. That's not what I'm saying. Loving on souls. <laughs> I'm just being real. I'm not. 
like the soul, the soul, look, do the soul come wrapped as a Hershey kiss or no, right? Because I can get past that. I can get do the because I'll go like this, right? I'll go as far as to say this. Hershey's with almonds or without huh. is where I'm at right now. That's the that's the type of yeah. that's the type of time I'm on. Um period. So I can get I can get down with it as far as that's concerned. Um so yeah, I hear you. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that like I'm lost on that. I'm just simply saying that that connected for me and it connects to me in the way of what I'm watching, or at least I think I'm seeing before me when I'm watching this shit on TV. I don't think that they're going that deep, but I'm saying that it, it kind of reinforces the idea for me that it could be possible. Ain't going to be possible in this fucking experiment, right? This shit is for entertainment purposes only, but I wouldn't be the most surprised if at least one of these couples come out and could kind of try to make some shit work out because you and I have both said before anybody could like they could do it right if both people are you know dedicated and committed to their exchange their experience their opportunity together they could do it right most people don't because they choose not to and that's just the bottom fucking line it literally is a choice um but like i said nevertheless it's fucking interesting it's interesting for me to watch at least um so i'm I'm gonna just kind of leave that right there um i would like to hear what other people think about that though right like i mean it's, it's different it's a different thing and it's different to me than like the regular blind date because even blind dates are usually set up by other people that know a little bit about at least one of the yeah. people right so like i think this based off of you this shit is like you probably wrote some shit down on the paper and they you know did like the cup joint, like right the little cup game joint. They put your shit underneath and they like rolled it around on the table and yeah. opened it up and whatever the Y'all fuck was underneath. Yes, the question. Exactly. It's, it's a match. It sounds like Facebook dating. Yeah, <laughs> it's a match. It sounds like Facebook dating. So I I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> but I'm gonna go on a limb and say I might I might not uh put any like uh financial. Yeah. I mean, I think, it, I think it sounds cool when you're in a you know closed off environment where you. Well, think no about it. The other side of it is this, right? Th- right. What's that sister get home to her black family and they eat her ribs at the picnic table in the backyard by the grill? Okay. <laughs> and I don't Chad, know how you. I don't know how you gonna tell somebody husband he can't come to the cookout. Yes, yes, <laughs> Your husband yes. can't come to the cookout. Chad ain't allowed. So that I mean, it's going like I said, it's going to be interesting. Believe it or not, right? This is like blasphemy a little bit. That's the couple that I'm most like rooting for. So I've been hearing a lot about it. Yeah, I know you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, but I've been hearing on my through my feed a lot of people talking about it. Yeah, that's the couple. And this is the the it's the interracial couple. White guy and a black girl. Yeah, yeah. That's the couple. Girl, if you see how this man looked at her, he like, I ain't never going nowhere. I sorry for all the shit my ancestors done did. I ain't going nowhere. You just got to see how you look at her. I ain't saying I believe in it. I'm saying you got to see it. Look at her like, do you taste like chocolate? <laughs> That's how he look at I her. I taste just like candy. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get on to this letter. Oh, we got a scarlet yes. letter. <laughs> you got mail. <laughs> and if you don't know what that's from, we unfriend you. 
You can't sit with us. So, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. So, my man and I have been together for two years, and our relationship is great. Great with an exclamation point, guys. Mm. He is caring, emotive, and a good communicator. Mm. However, (laughs) he is significantly more experienced than I am sexually and is into some kinks in sex play that are hard-nosed for me. Mm. How do I keep him engaged and satisfied sexually when the things that turn him on most are the things that I am not open to? (sighs) Is it signed by anybody? Did she say something? No. What are we going to call her? Uh, Y'all got to start putting some... Look, now. Y'all got to put some creativity. Either y'all going to put a tag on there or y'all ain't. We're going to start naming y'all. V is for vanilla. (laughs) (laughs) No shade. None at all. No shade. We do not kink shame. But we're going to use it for now because you ain't give us no option. So look, V. Um... I, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm so, it's always so many questions for me when we get these, because like, it's always a lot of information missing, obviously. And I know everybody can't put every single detail in the letter, but the first thing I'm thinking is like, y'all done went two years. So this yes. man ain't getting his yami and yami for two. What is it? What is it? I wish you would at least give him at least one <laughs> example. So I could be like, or I could have been like, ooh, like I need to know. On the like scale of right basic to like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, 50 shades. Yo, no, <laughs> shit. If you ever seen 50 shades, that's some bullshit. That's foolishness. Okay, that was foolishness. But like, I need to know how far this go. Like, do you need a PFA or like, what, oh, what is he shit. trying to do? Like, what do he want to do to you? You know what I mean? That you're so like apprehensive of and. So that's like me one like several questions that I have. But I mean, I guess I would say, like, is there no room for negotiation? Cause I don't know if the shoe was on the other foot, I don't know. Like sex is such a big part of like a healthy relationship, right? At least a, a at least a relationship where sex is is involved, right? Because I'm not gonna take anything away from our asexual friends or our celibate friends. Or abstinent friends. Like, I'm not going to take anything away from their relationships because it's just as, like, healthy. It could be just as, you know what I mean, emotionally connected and, and, mm-hmm. and grounded and all that shit. But once you done introduce some sex and some shit and you don't handle no intentions on taking it off the table, it's such a vital part that I'm wondering, like, what's happening when these things come up? Because if you're thinking about it after the two years, He's thinking about it and it's probably he, come he's, up. He's definitely thinking about it. And I mean, if it's butt shit, he done pushed up on your ass a couple times. <laughs> I'm just saying, because in my mind, I'm like, sis, what is it? Yes. You know what I mean? If it's like, if he want to tie you up, he done like pinch your arm down a couple times to see how far he can go with some shit. And you was like, ow. Damn. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm just like, what is it like? I'm just wondering, is there no negotiation? Is there no conversation that could be had? She Where, made a point to say hard no. She okay? did. That's why she, I was like, throw the whole relationship away. That is your friend. Damn. He is your friend. Because this is the thing. And a part, of me, a, part of me, <laughs> a part of me is low-key joking. Yeah. But 
really sit down and think about what you want. Because here's the here's the here's the other option. This guy may really love you, right? Yeah. And in order for him to be present with you in this way, he has to deny a part of himself mm. for the duration. It seems like since you're saying they're hard nose, he's got to deny a part of himself. Yeah. For the duration of your relationship. And it sounds like if it's a hard no, when she did give in, then she also would be modifying a big part of herself. You know, this is making me think of. So once again, clinician here. Hello. Um, I use a lot of analogies. I use a lot of analogies, not just in practice, but even when I'm talking in personal conversations and in romantic conversations. And my one of my exes, God rest his old child, he ain't dead, but (laughs) God, please rest him. when I was trying to have conversation with him about our difficulties, um, one of the things I used to do was use an analogy about a circle and an octagon. And I used to tell him, um, he is a circle, right? And I am an octagon. And not because I'm better um, or anything, but that we're different, right? And we're so different that we're trying to fit into one another's lives and we're doing each other damage. So what I would say to him is, as I'm trying to fit my octagon self into your circle, I am constantly shaving down my sides, shaving, altering myself, changing myself, trying to be something different for him. And what's happening to him is that all of the things he wants from me are are missing. Mm -hmm. If you could imagine as the sides are coming down, there are gaps, right? Where the circle doesn't meet the other parts of the octagon. Mm-hmm. And so there are going to be parts of him that are, he's never going to get things from me that he's looking for. And I'm always going to have to be modified in order to meet his quote unquote, perfect right view of, right. Mm-hmm. Of me, of a relationship of all these things. And mind you, he ain't never get a job. He, he could never grasp this right. thing. That's what I'm saying. But it's, that's what this reminds yeah. me of. And I'm like, I don't think this is how love is supposed to work. Nope. And, and why so, you guys might be, you know, be better off as really good friends. Yeah, emotionally it's there. That's cool, but you can't you you can't have just one. You like you said, sex is um an enormous part of a healthy relationship. Yeah. Right. And if your partner is desiring something from you sexually that you were just like, no, I can't give you, mm. um, then that cuts off a large part. Let's let's not let's not lie to ourselves. Sex helps us stay connected Absolutely. to our partner. Mm-hmm. And so if I can't get my needs and desires met from you sexually, either I'm going to end the relationship, I'm going to look for it outside of the relationship. Um, and even if you gave permission for him to look for it outside of the relationship, I feel like there'd probably be a part of her. Um, she might be resenting it. Right. That, yeah. that resents it yeah. because she can't give it. Yeah. Right. And so. Or not even that she can't give it as much as like, you still want this thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, all of this other stuff is not yeah, enough. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that, it's not. No, sometimes it isn't. And I think that the part too um, that might be difficult is that I think that in the long run, for reasons that we're not even saying, their sex life could suffer because I also see it. Um, a time where just the idea of them being intimate in that way is going to cause anxiety. Yeah. Right. Cause for her, I imagine, and once again, all this is conjecture. We don't know, right. We're going off of the limited information that we have, but that time where he's like really ramped up 
right? And not to say that he would do anything mm-hmm. to overstep any boundaries, but what she may be thinking or feeling, right. you know what I mean, about their exchanges, right? He might become more withdrawn, right, that way. Because it's like, hey, yo, it's only so many times I can lift this one leg up. Like, so seriously, like, the <laughs> fuck? I, I'm trying to bend you like a pretzel. You ain't trying to bend. The one leg thing is played the fuck out. Like, you know what I mean? And like, right, I'm joking, right? But let's be for real too, though. Sex in a lot of ways is more than the orgasm, right? It's more than that. That's we, what I hear. Well, I mean, we got to get there. Now, if the fuck you just whoop, whoop, then like, hey, you know what I mean, right? Like, but we got to get there. And if, if if leading up to that point is not um good for me, yeah. right? It's not pleasing to me or anything. Like, what the fuck? Like, fuck that orgasm shit. I ain't trying to dedicate this fucking 15, 20 minutes, however long it's going to take to get there. Because this shit is, is nutty. Nutty the fuck buddy, and I ain't talking about come fetish the fuck, right? You see how I spun that shit right back around? I'm not talking about that. I'm saying I'm I'm not I'm not happy. I'm not happy. Yeah. Y'all need to sit down and reevaluate. Yeah, this and I'm gonna put everything on her, right? Like I don't want her to feel guilty. Yeah, I say y'all. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like for, for the things that we're saying, I don't want her to feel guilty what i think she does need to do though is do some inventory first do some you know yeah like because one thing like you said i would want to know what the things are and why they are hard nosed. yeah like because it might be some other shit you know how i am i'm going to automatically go to like trauma and shit like that like what's up right and it doesn't have to be but that's where my mind is going to go especially when i don't when the links aren't filled in she said hard no she 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 did it no she did it I think it would be worth investigating and talking about, you know, why is it such a hard nut? Yeah. Because I think that people get uncomfortable, you know, you you might be comfortable bringing up something, but not know how to deal with um, that overflow that comes out once you ask that question. Sure. And so I think instead of just saying no and shutting it down, really be open to conversation. No. Um and why? Yeah, yeah. But you know, people gonna say she don't owe him no explanation. She don't have to explain herself. She don't have to give. And this I is mean, the she, thing. I, on the face of it, she don't. No, no. no. I was gonna say that. Gonna... <laughs> I was gonna say that. But I'm saying two years to me and all the other positive, beautiful yeah. things she said says to me that this might be something that you do want, mm-hmm. and that maybe, maybe, right? Not only would it give him some clarity and maybe bring down some of his angst. But it might open you the fuck up to figure out what the hell is going on, and maybe y'all yeah. can meet somewhere in the middle. Because I don't think it, I don't think it has to be a lose lose in this situation. Because this is a lose lose. He doesn't get what he wants, and then you feel bad mm-hmm. enough to write the letter, right? Clearly, it's something that's on your mind, and we appreciate you writing, but we want to know how really you know what I mean. Yeah. Like you can kind of like move past this if at all possible, and it might just be what you said. It might just be hey, time to reevaluate. Or it might just be, hey, let's do some like self inventory, some fucking you know, um, introspection. Like, what's really good? Yeah. Or is he it, look? Is he trying to float your ass <laughs> using them fucking pins and shit like that? Piercing? What the fuck is really good? It, it's something, you know what I mean? And it could be on a on a mad extreme, or it could be like you know what I mean. You have had bad experiences. We don't know. All we're saying is communication, 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 and introspection. Yeah. And if after all of that, you are still unable. Or unwilling. Or unwilling. Or both. Yeah. 
it's definitely time to kind of revisit. Is this the relationship for me? Because if you, if you care about your partner, then you should care about his whole self. Yeah. And a part of that whole is sex and desire. Period. Period. So, so Hey B, listen up sis. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is what, this is what autonomy gets you. You know, another thing that makes me think about, um, uh, anonymous, uh, anonymity, anonymity. Jesus, it's late. <laughs> this is what this gets you, right? You know, another thing that this makes me, and this, I'm not gonna say it's not related at all okay. to this letter because it is, but this idea that men want the good, the quote unquote good girls, yeah. right? And then they get the quote unquote good girls, yeah. And there's this incompatibility. Ability, mm. um, with sex and its sexual experience and sexual desire mm. and so now you know the relationship's kind of topsy-turvy because on the face of it I got what I want I got the quote-unquote good girl yeah but she's not experienced um and not willing to do or not able to do for whatever reasons these things that I enjoy sexually because um she's been you know conditioned, conditioned to believe that this makes her like a bad girl or a naughty girl mm. or a slutty girl. I like and slutty so, girls. Me too. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, V. We don't know. I will say this though. Come hang with us for a weekend. Period. If you want to talk further off air, off us talking about your come shit. Come with us at the meet and greet. Yeah. Come hit me up. You know what I mean? You have access to us. You know, we'd be more than happy to further flush this out with you. Um, Cause yeah, like now, now I'm super interested, and now I'm like not interested in the nosy way, even though I'm nosy as fuck, but like interested in the in the concerned way, right? Um, so yeah, you know what I mean. Let's see what we can do. Meet and greet. You bought up. You know what I mean. March fourteenth. It's a Saturday. Fig Cafe and Hookah Lounge in Jenkintown. Um, the event is up on the pages. Thank goodness. Um, it's gonna be some really cool stuff there. Um, we're gonna have some giveaways. I won't say what they are. You have to come out and see. Um, we'll be having some merch for you to purchase. So if you want to rock some ATS gear or some Yaffe gear, come through and, 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 and get that. We're actually doing pre-orders for that. The information for that will be on the pages as well. And um, come and drink and smoke with us. Right? We want to see you. And I know you want to see us. So, um, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? Right? Exactly. Well, as always, it's been an awesome show with you guys. At least I think so. I'm tired. She's tired. (laughs) We giving you the best that we got, like Anita Baker. Um, So, yeah. Next time. Next week. Same place. Same Same time. time. Sounds good. All right. Peace. Peace. Peace.